This is the Genuine Joy Podcast, where we dig deeper into how we attempt to find true happiness while navigating life. We're your hosts, Matt. And Kelsey. And we're bringing you 100% organic and sustainable amateur advice to brighten your day and maybe even help you look at the world a little differently. Genuine Joy. Genuine Joy. (laughs) Are we recording? Yes. Good. I was trying to not let you know. (laughs) So we could get into a little conversation and then during the editing phase I could. I like it. I like it. You know what's funny is I knew that you were doing that. I know because immediately you put down your phone. No, I knew it, but you were recording back when we were talking about Milo, didn't you? No. Oh. Well, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Um... I have a little bit of a something going on. If I ever need to do it, I'm going to wait for a pause. And do it, you know? Give me the eyes. I'm going to give you the crazy <laughs> eyes. <laughs> oh, but I didn't notice there was a hook on the ceiling. We could hang a plant there. Uh, <laughs> or a microphone. <gasps> <gasps> <Ooh>. <sighs> <sighs> March 16th, day before St. Patty's. You know what that means. Green beer. Ring notification. Who's at the door? Let's look. Probably dropping off my shoes. Oh, yeah. It is an Amazon truck. Oh, he's coming through. The gate's there for a reason. Stay out. <laughs> Where's Sadie? Out back. Nice. Well, I didn't hear barks. That's good. Anyways. Anyways. March 16th. Welcome back to the Genuine Joy Podcast. <laughs> Day before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I'm excited to do some fun stuff for Ruthie. Too bad you'll be working. Yeah, unfortunately. But at least we have today to connect, look at each other in the mm-hmm. eyes. And record a podcast. And record a podcast. <laughs> um, this week, I have something that I've been seeing on my TikTok that I think is really funny. And I'm going to propose this question to you if you have not seen this TikTok before. Are you ready? Yes. Do you think there are more doors or wheels in the world? Ooh, wheels. Nice. I think that's the right answer. And why do you say that? <laughs> What's the first thing you think about? Well, I think of a wheel as a circular object that it assists in doing work. Uh-huh. And I, for some reason, thought about like how many wheels are on a car. There's four. Okay, well... How many other wheels are there? And I just thought about the closet behind us. There's four wheels on that for the tracks, four wheels on the shower door. There's wheels for everything. If you think of a pulley as a wheel, think about everywhere. How many, how many hot wheels there are in the world? Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so basically, I've been seeing this on TikTok, people's like um, arguments for either way, you know? Okay. And it's really funny. I mean, most people are wheels. Like pretty much everyone is wheels. And most of the videos I see are people being like, if you are doors, you are insane. <laughs> like, they're so funny. This one guy was like, oh, yeah, well, a microwave has a door. You know what? What's inside the microwave? And he opens his microwave, and there's, like, the three little wheels that move the circular thing at the bottom of the microwave. And he's like, wheels! <laughs> it is hilarious. And honestly, it's bringing me a lot of joy this week. <laughs> um, That is bringing me joy because I just love when people are really passionate about something so silly. And, like, I mean... It's, they know it's silly. They're not like arguing and being mad, but they are talking about it like it is a very serious topic. And it is so funny. <laughs> to see how passionate people get about their answers and why they're right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? If you're a door person, like, and goes on a rant about it. If you don't shoot big red, then screw you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
I feel like all the things I think about for what brought me joy this week are videos on the internet, which, okay, that's fine, right? Because there are people out there to entertain us. Um, and there's this guy I found on TikTok. I started following him because I was like so intrigued slash just like found him entertaining. This guy is a water sommelier. No, I have no idea what that is. Okay, you know what a sommelier is, right? Like a uh, wi- no. wine, a wine sommelier is like someone who tastes wine and is like a fancy person that can tell all the notes about wine. Expert, basically. So when they tell me it's earthy, it means it tastes like dirt. Yeah, expert. Okay. <laughs> that skill right there. No offense to what's the word sommelier? Sommelier. Sommelier. My apologies. Yes, it's very. I'm fa- just it's a fancy word. Um, I'm just messing around. So basically, this guy's a water sommelier, and someone asked, like, how did you get started in this? And he's like, honestly, I was, like, six years old, and they, like, moved a lot, or they were traveling at some point, and everywhere they went, the tap water tasted different to him, like, vastly different, Hmm. and he could, like, taste all these different things about water, and, like, it's his palate or something. So we started doing more research into it, and he found out all these things about, like, every tap water has different minerals in it, and, like, spring water versus this water versus that water. Chemicals on the yeah, other Yeah, things added. So we started researching it, and now he, like, goes around and is like, go into CVS, this is the water you should get. And he, like, goes into things, and he talks about how all, the, like, the pH electrolyte waters are BS, because you could add one electrolyte in, like, 65 million gallons and call it electrolyte water, and how <laughs> all of it is, like, pro- he got he's always like and he has an accent and he's like this is processed tap water i have to pull him up so that you can just like hear his voice <clears throat> he just did one about costco okay here's the costco one hello everybody here's martin your personal water sommelier today let's check out the water aisle at costco so there's so many different waters so- and that's his voice and he goes down the aisle of costco and he has two whole videos about looking at all the waters and like what is just processed tap water what is spring water where you know I was going to ask you, uh, what is his Fave? handle? Oh, yes. And it's what platform? On on TikTok, he's Martin Reese Official. Reese is R-I-E-S-E. Hmm. Um, not the peanut butter cup owner. No, not, no, no, not that at all. Um, and he says, exploring our most <laughs> precious resource, wa- world's water sommelier and advocate. And like, f- he talks about obviously the ones like Fiji are, is great and like... Hmm. The ones that come straight from... Oh, he's talking about Tobo Chico. What is he saying about this? Hello, everybody. Here's Martin, your personal water sommelier. I'm in Anaheim, Expo West. It's a big Ooh. trade show for natural products. And right behind me, the Topo Chico stand. So I just checked out with the people on Topo Chico because I want to know, and I know a lot of you guys want to know as well, what is the middle composition of Topo Chico? What is the TDS? Now, that is actually what matters for us. This is very important. So we don't know yet. But they were very nice on the booth. They were great people. He doesn't have an answer. Um, but yeah, he talks about like the percentages of all the minerals and different stuff. And he goes to like um, actual springs and like at actual springs where you can just go in and drink whatever water's coming out of the ground. They usually have like little plaques that say like the amount of natural silica and like all these things that are in it that are like so good for you. Um, it's very interesting. Oh, and people... <laughs> I'm like very interested in this guy for some reason, but people like, I don't really care, but I do. Um, people were talking about um, like, is tap water okay? Cause he keeps referring to all these ones as like, this is just processed tap water. You don't want this. You don't want this. Like a lot of them um, like, you know, Dasani people like that. Mm. And um, <clears throat> he's like, basically saying like that's bad that's bad that's bad so someone's like uh is tap water like that bad i thought i drink tap water and he's like i drink tap water too sometimes it's not that it's bad it's just that you're paying 
for like filtered water you think you know it's just like you're they're basically just taking tap water and either adding more a few more things to it and then putting it in bottles um so you're not like paying for this like ooh, you know perfect water you're paying for what you get out of the tap basically with a couple more things added to it yeah so that is a cool guy martin reese big fan big fan (laughs) (laughs) so those are two things that brought me joy this week wheels versus doors and water sommeliers what about about you um i actually got to play a little pickleball at work the last couple days fun so uh yeah uh, i haven't played in a while and finally got some guys that were wanting to play and it's been like a couple months and had a great time i forget how much i missed playing yeah (laughs) it's a fun game yeah what uh, made me think of it is what brought me joy is uh there's an Instagram account on Instagram <laughs> that's called SD Fire Brigade, and they come up with a bunch of fire service-related memes and whatnot, and it's very entertaining. And one of the memes was, you know, plays pickleball for five minutes, and then it shows a picture of Ben Stiller from Dodgeball like laid out horizontally like he's throwing the ball, but instead of throwing the ball, he's got a pickleball paddle. <laughs> in his hand and it's so true because some of our games get very competitive and it's so much fun and some guys actually (laughs) are like that really (laughs) intense yeah so that brought me joy it's a a good representation a funny representation of something that is not i I don't know if it's across the entire fire service but at least you know in southern california there's quite a few departments who are allowed to play pickleball well i just feel like at your stations there's like usually some area like outdoor area like a even just like a parking lot but it's like a perfect size game to like be able to get outside and do something but doesn't take too much space right yeah exactly and it's not a contact sport you know and the risk of injury is pretty low so (laughs) I, i totally get being competitive at that because it's kind of like everyone can play it's like i played with you that one time it's like you can pick it up pretty easily it's not like you need insane skill to just play it yeah to be good at it you do but like Mm -hmm. to play it you don't and we played a couple times at that ymca and i get into it yeah it's easy to get competitive (laughs) about it so much fun yeah um yeah i really want to play that again but now i'm not a ymca member i know maybe we can make a court on the street (laughs) no (laughs) no that's not a wise idea yeah um, that is great. I yeah. love it. And it's good playing with some, some good coworkers who, you know, they don't take it to the extreme and get all sore if they lose, yeah. you know, cause I'm not that way. Yeah. You know, the bigger picture is it's just a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun though. But it is fun to talk trash to each other. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Do, are you so, a winner? Are you good? I don't remember. <laughs> is that a no? Oh, just this week. You don't remember. Yeah. I played, you know, multiple days. Yeah. Yeah. And we had calls during playing, so it was... Buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty fun. Did anything particularly grind your gears this week? Oh, uh, no, not this week. Yeah, I feel like me either. Yeah, not really this week. I went... I take that back. What? What? I feel like a lot of grind my gears is going to be from driving. Oh, my God, <laughs> Because yeah. I drive home from work, and I'm tired, and I sit in traffic coming home from work. Yeah. And so I drove home to meet up with you because we went and got our taxes done today, which was probably, what, a 30-minute drive back up to go get our taxes yeah. done or whatever. I'm tired. 
<laughs> and Kelsey's driving, and I remember I made the comment. Yeah. I go, Kelsey had her blinker on, patiently waiting to get over into the lane because our next exit was coming up, and this guy was just right in the sweet spot where it's like the person's not letting us over. And it's like you see our blinker, like yeah. come on. We've been here on. for a minute. <laughs> yes, it's and been on for at least 10, 15 seconds. I mean, it's not like it's dark out. Like yeah, and I could, I probably could have definitely just like gone over and been, but that would have been a close call you know yeah i didn't no, feel like you, being aggressive you totally did the right thing but it's like come on be nice yeah be nice i know people that don't let you in are the worst <laughs> i'm trying to think if anything ground my gears um but i don't really think so nothing bad enough to be mad about you know yeah, i, I actually you. had a great weekend because i went to joshua tree on a bachelorette party and it was so fun ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. So nice to wake up without children in my face. There was a couple moms there and we were all like, oh my gosh, there's just no one like begging to need my attention. This is amazing. And it truly was, but I'm still recovering because that mixed with the time change. I'm just having a moment. Yeah. You were tired when you got back home. Yeah. Tired. Did you hear about how they um, might keep daylight savings time? I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's like an obvious yes. Why wouldn't we? But then the other argument was that in certain parts of the country or something, the morning time in the winter, it'll still be like dark at 8.30 a.m., mm. which I'm like, okay, I didn't really think about that, but I don't know. Then there's the argument where people are saying, well, if we keep it as is, then during the winter months, they'll be able to like play later and stuff and have there's certain like fields that don't have lights so like during the winter people can't play soccer in certain areas or mm. whatever i don't know there's obviously things both ways which would you rather have i go back and forth because yeah. i love when it gets dark early around christmas time oh you do like mm-hmm. that yeah i do but you but also, i like it being light during summertime too yeah and you don't have a so. normal job because i feel like if you worked a nine to five eight to five if you're coming out after work at five and it's already dark, you're like, I got to go right to bed. Like, I remember that True. working yeah. in an office. It's like, you feel like you have no nighttime, even though obviously this is the same hours, but it just feels like I have to go home and get in bed. It's night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just don't want to deal with the time change with kids and with myself. Yeah, totally. It was. I mean, it's not fun. No. Arizona's not doing it. They seem to be fine. <laughs> I was going to say, if it does pass and we're going to grow up and tell our kids, Remember when we had daylight savings time? Yeah, that is weird. It's going to be about. weird. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you change the clocks? It's yeah. Like, oh. It's like, remember CD players? Yeah. <gasps> do you remember VHS? floppy, floppy disks? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a time. What a time. Um, speaking of back in the day, mm-hmm. I am rewatching a show right now that's a little embarrassing, but I already told you that I'm rewatching The Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> I, feel, I always need shows that are like dumb for when you're gone. Not dumb. Like I sometimes I watch good shows when you're gone. But a lot of the time, the nights you're at work, I'm like maybe want to do something while I'm watching TV or just want to like turn my brain off, you know? I don't want to watch any like dramas or anything intense. And usually we watch those sorts of things together. So I rewatch old ABC Family now freeform shows and it's very entertaining. <laughs> I don't care what you have to say about it. Um, So that's what I'm watching right now because you've been at work a lot. I think this last week, since we recorded the last podcast, we haven't watched a show together, have we? Maybe Sunday night? What do we watch? Honestly, I don't remember. Me either. 
Maybe we were chatting. <laughs> Possibly. I feel like... We watched How I Met Your Father. It was the last episode. Yes. Oh, you know what we watched? We rewatched Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Not the whole series. Not the whole series in a night. That was the second episode. That's right. Yeah. Because you had watched one of them when I was gone. Uh-huh. And honestly, it a is... way different second time around. Yeah, because you know everything that uh-huh. happens. So you have like all this context. And you're I able to like, pick up on more stuff. Yeah, I feel like the first time you watch it, you're like, it's. I feel like it was a lot happening. And I'm like, I cannot keep oh, track of this. it was so overwhelming. And like the different families, you're like, who is who? But now it's like watching it with a whole new mindset. When mm-hmm. did that first come out? That I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We start, We only started watching it when it was like already halfway through the series, right? You like got caught up? It was We started watching it in the last series. Oh, in the last, last season? season, yes. And then we binged it all. Yeah. It's very good. I think I might have been injured oh, with my shoulder surgery sense. and we're watching it. I think. I'm not sure. Because I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of time to sit around. Remember those days? <laughs> Before kids? Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, oh, the memories. I know. Well, that kind of covers our intro. How, how long have we been doing this? Uh, the total recording time is 17 minutes. Wow. I feel like I talked about that water guy for a while. You did. <laughs> if we need to cut some out, it's fine. Just burning everybody's time. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, you know, I have nothing really important to talk about today besides going to therapy. So it's <laughs> not that big of a deal. Um, I wanted to do an episode talking about therapy because it really saved me a little bit this last year. Mm-hmm. I was having a rough patch. And there, you know, there's the line of after you have that second kid, after every kid we've had, all two of them, <laughs> I always have on the top of my mind, like, how's my mental health? How is it? Because depression runs in my family and um, my sister had postpartum depression. There's just like, I'm on the edge for it. I'm ready for it. I'm thinking about it. I'm telling you if I seem different, you know, we're on, mm-hmm. we're very open and talking about it because I want to be aware if it happens. And because I am so like thinking about it all the time, like, do I feel okay? Am I okay? Am I okay? It's hard to really know if you're okay because when I realized I needed to go talk to someone, it still wasn't at the point where I feel like something is really wrong with me. It was kind of at the point where I'm just like, I just don't want to keep living like this. And to give you guys some context, I feel like he was, Milo was probably six, seven months old. It was like last summer-ish when I started to say like, maybe I should talk to someone. And that is always like a very scary thing to say for the first time. Because even Oh, this is a great reference, even in the secret life of the American teenager. Yes, I know that I was watching this came out in I don't know, 2007, 2000, early 2000s ish. And in that time, there's this episode, I was just watching one of the kids is in therapy. And because like of a bad upbringing and like he was assaulted as a child, all this stuff. Right. So he is in therapy and someone finds out he's in therapy and they're like, oh my God, he's crazy. And they all start talking about how he's this crazy guy. He's in therapy. He's so crazy. Oh my gosh. We should be scared of him or something. And like, they, it wasn't like a joke. It, there was no one saying like, no, we just don't talk to someone or whatever. Like it was like the stigma was real even then, which doesn't seem like that long ago. But I feel like you, you grow up watching shows where people say stuff like that, and that's in your brain now. Oh, if oh, I go totally. to therapy, that means I'm crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like I thought that my whole life. And now, of course, the world is much more open and it's less stigmatized because, hello, we've been through a pandemic. Everyone needs therapy now. It's been a, it's been a <laughs> tough time. Um, yeah. But it's still scary to take that first step of like, you're not having an easy time. Your mental health is not in a good place. But to say out loud, like, it's 
as it's so bad that I need to talk to someone that it's just scary to admit. And it's not always that it's so bad. It's just that for me personally, I found myself, Milo was at the age where I think he was starting to crawl around and get more active, right? And Ruth was three three years old is a tough one for Ruth, which we've <laughs> talked about. So between both of those and Matt being gone a lot, it's like every day you were gone, I was like, having a really hard time. I remember looking back on it now, there were many days when you were gone and I was like, I don't know how I can take care of two kids by myself. Like it wasn't like it was, I know what to do. I'm obviously, when you get down to brass tacks, I'm a good parent. I know how to keep them alive and keep them fed and keep them happy. Mm -hmm. But in your mind too, you're always hoping to be this perfect parent. So you're like, I can't have activities for them all day. I can't make them perfect food every meal. I'm failing. And it's like very overwhelming. Um, and I, yeah, I, I remember the other day I was at the park with my mom and the kids and I was telling her how I just felt like, wow, now that I'm in this place where a day with the kids by myself is nothing. It's easy breezy. Like we'll find activities. We'll figure stuff out to do. It doesn't stress me out. Whereas six months ago, a day alone with them, I was like, just so overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what to do with them. I'm I, Every night would end in tears because like everyone's screaming. It's hard. I mean, and that's why I was like, do I have depression or anxiety? I don't feel like I do because I am very happy in between all these hard moments. But do I? Because I'm not super pumped. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, right? So this is why I was like, I think I need to talk to someone because I need someone to tell me what's going on here. Because I'm not a doctor. I don't, it's hard to know, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and one time when I, I think it was the kind of what set everything off for me, um, was that one morning Ruth like wasn't eating her breakfast. I think she want, asked for cereal or something and I gave her cereal and she wasn't eating that. And I was like, wow, I can't even get my kid to eat cereal. And then I start spiraling into, I should have made like a healthy muffin this weekend. I should have prepped better. I should have done this and done this. Then she would have been eating and she would have been eating something healthy. And I like then snapped at her about something that she was doing. And like all because I started the day thinking like I'm this failure and like, I remember just being so overwhelmed and mad at myself and then mad at her. And like, I looked back at the situation, like after they were at school, I was like, whoa, like that was so unnecessary because I feel like whatever she was bothering me about wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't need to make her muffins. That's not going to make anything better, you know? And I remember telling my mom about that. And she's like, why do you feel like you have to be this perfect person? I'm like, I don't know, because I don't really feel like I have to. But I guess I do because why else am I getting so mad at myself for not making muffins? And that was kind of the point where I was like, I need to talk to someone. And I immediately told the first time I met with my therapist, I told her that story. And she also was saying like what my mom said. It was just like, you cannot think that's the person you need to be. And like after talking to her, I mean, she isn't a psychologist. So basically backtrack, where did I get my therapist? I found on Talkspace because I had heard people talk about Talkspace on podcasts, here we are, um, promoting it. And I trust people generally because I'm an influencer and I share products only I believe in and use. Um, And to be honest, the therapist was great. That side of the experience was great, which is obviously an important part of the whole experience. Um, But the billing issues were not good. Like they... I don't need to get all into it, but basically they charge you a lot... um, for a certain amount, they charge you 
I forget the exact amount, but it's a lot for once a week sessions. But then their people are so busy that they can't get you in once a week. They can get you in once a month, once every like six weeks with their availability, but they still charge you per week. And so I kept going back and forth with the customer service being like, this isn't right. I'm not getting these sessions, but I'm paying for them. And it just ended up being like, I'm not, they had nothing to offer me. And they're like, oh, we can give you 10% off. I'm like, no, I, this is ridiculous. So you after, want to talk like, to somebody. Yeah. I think I had like five or six sessions with her total. And then I was like, I'm sorry, I can't continue paying this exorbitant amount. And they were covered by some insurances, but not my insurance. But I ended up going with them because other places were more expensive. It's a whole thing. Um, And basically now I haven't seen anyone for the last month or two. And I need to go find a new therapist because it has been such a good experience. Um, Again, like I said, she's she's a talk therapist that I was talking to. So she wasn't a psychologist or anything, but I talked to her and I was like... But she is a licensed therapist, correct? Yes, yes. But not like a psychologist, psychiatrist that can prescribe anything. Um, I don't even I don't even know if ther- talk therapists can like say you're depressed or anything. Can they diagnose people? I don't know. I'm not sure, but you got to look into and do some research about who you're talking to, what sort of certificates and licenses they have and the capabilities within those because different people need different things right oh, yes absolutely you and know because it's like like you said a psychologist and i'm not 100 percent sure on this but you know one discipline can prescribe medications and certain treatments whereas another one is there to be a therapist mm-hmm. or wh- whatever that discipline entails right so think about what um Lose my train of thought here. <laughs> you got to do okay. some, you got to do some research into what best fits your your needs, and yeah. then one discipline might even refer you to a different discipline based yeah. off of what they're seeing and observing. So, and when I signed up for Talkspace, there was like all these questions, which is how they hooked me up with her because I didn't mm-hmm. get it new. But um, but I talked to her like because I just had a baby, I wanted to talk to someone to make sure I wasn't going crazy or whatever. <laughs> So just a quick like example, what were some of the questions that they asked you? Like, were, were they very personal questions? Or no, was it, it was, kind the, of like it was a, like a, uh, what's it called? Multiple choice. You okay. know, would you, do you feel like you need to talk to someone to get on medication, to do that, to okay. talk it out, to do this, whatever. Um, and then, you know, do you want to talk about marriage, kids, family life? Like, I don't know, like things you might want to talk about. Because they want to, they match you with people. So they match me with my therapist based off the things that I answered, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I think certain people deal with like PTSD or, or ADHD or I don't know, OCD. Like people deal with different disciplines. And I was more like, I need to talk about how hard life is right now with the kids in a marriage. Like I answered my questions uh, pertaining to that. And so they matched me with this gal who I love, who I really liked. I really liked her. And I asked her if she could talk to me offline if like she had her own thing and she doesn't like she can only do it through Talkspace which is unfortunate but I get it like you can't just keep you know going off of Talkspace with random people um anyways I'm gonna get back to why I initially ended up going and that was just basically feeling overwhelmed by life and feeling like I don't want to continue every day being like I kept going to anger. That's what I talked to her about too. I kept like every time I was overwhelmed, I would get so mad at Ruth and not in like a, I know I need to yell for her to listen to me mad, like Mm -hmm. a truly angry and like, which is an overwhelming feeling. Like anger is more than just anger. You know, it's like deep. It's like my heart is racing and I'm like, like, like (laughs) it's hard to explain, but 
more than just like, oh my God, Ruth isn't going to listen to me. And if I yell, put your shoes on right now. Like, that's not really anger. That's like, I know I need to raise my voice and I'm going to, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're a little mad at the time, but it's not like true deep anger, I feel like. And I was feeling that like raginess and I'm like, this is not okay. It was almost kind of like, would you say desperation? Like you felt like you were backed in the corner, just desperate to find some sort of solution and you couldn't figure out how to make it work. Kind of. And it was almost like, and maybe it is kind of anxiety-ish, like all this mental health stuff, it's all so broad. I feel like there's levels of all of it, right? Like you can have severe anxiety, you can have just minor anxiety, and it can show up in different ways. Um, But I feel like for me, I feel like it was a little bit of like anxiety or something because it was this feeling of like overwhelm and like... um, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert in anxiety at all. And I, I've never really been an anxious person. So I don't know if this falls into that category. But yeah, it was that feeling of I'm failing. I'm not doing everything good enough. Um, I I have so much on my plate. You know, is that overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. Which like now not only going to therapy, but now that we got a weekly house cleaner, which we pushed, didn't want to do for so long until so many people were like, you should do it. And even my mom was like, I was a stay-at-home mom when you guys were young. And I had someone come weekly because it's too much. It's just too much and it's too hard. And cleaning is not my strong suit. And I'll say that time and time again, like if I have to, we're, we're willing to put in the money for that. Um, it's been so, so nice for us. Um, and not everyone can. I mean, honestly, it makes me sad to think about the fact that like we had to shell out tons of money for therapy and house cleaner for me to have better mental health and how many people don't have access to that stuff and how so many people are probably struggling because honestly money helps when it comes to all this stuff like you can't like when they say money can't buy happiness let's be real (laughs) it can buy you a therapist and that leads to more (laughs) happiness right but regardless of your money status the help is out there Um, definitely you might have to do some digging but the help is definitely out there there are so many different avenues that you can take to try and get the help that you need yeah i mean i no, oh, I need to ask her if you're listening to this, someone that follows me, I met her that one day. She um, was doing a, what was it called? She was doing some sort of an event for a nonprofit that she works for. And I gave her some of my cookbooks to like put up for auction or something. And so mm-hmm. I met her in a parking lot oh, we were yeah, chatting yeah. and she works for a nonprofit that does free um, psychiatry, I think in like Tustin or something like they have a clinic that you can go in for free to talk to someone and to get prescribed meds or whatever you need. Um, and it was amazing. And I lost her info. So if you're listening and you're that girl, I'm going to try to get it and post about it because there are resources like that out there, nonprofits that are helping people with mental health. It just, it's, it is more work to look into that, those options. Um, and you know, some stuff is covered by insurance. Of course, that's what I'm going to look into getting when I look for my, um, new therapist. Um, it's just usually like, you know, 60 to 80% covered or whatever, which is still better than nothing. Yeah, and even different employers have mm-hmm. services available too. Yeah, honestly, and that's the thing that is like sad about working for yourself is that um, when I looked on Talkspace, you could like search by employer. Even like the city of Irvine was on there. Oh, wow. I was like, you can just click that you work for them and it goes through everything. Um, I looked for your city, but wasn't on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but there we, are. We do have access to it. Right. Um, so anyways, that's kind of how I found it and what I went through. Um, I feel like there were some other, Oh, someone did ask Matt, if you see a therapist or how you deal with stress from work. Um, to answer the question, yes, I have. 
uh, it's in my line of work. There are some things that happen that not the normal public get to see. And thankfully the majority of the public doesn't have to see it. And, um, I do need to go back. It's good to get a refresher. Uh, I was in a dark place, um, not anger wise, but just sad and trying to figure out how do I deal with all of this and some events that happened in my past, uh, just was inhibiting me from being my best self. Yeah. And I feel like, and going, just being able to go to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Um, made it just so much better. And of course I talked to you about it, Yeah, but the, the therapist I went to go see was a former sheriff and her husband was a, sh- a sheriff. She saw multiple firefighters and first responders, you know, cops, sheriffs, dispatchers. So she's heard a lot. <laughs> yeah. When you need someone to talk to that you can relate to, like I knew when I found a therapist, I needed to find one that was a mom. I'm like, you're, if it's like anyone else, they won't be able to relate to these things, which is like the gal that I was talking to. She, she was a mom and she's like, you get it, you know? And same thing with you. Like you were saying to me, we obviously talk about stuff, but you said like, there are things I am not going to share with you because it's mm-hmm. just too scary, depressing, whatever. You share with me a lot, but I know there are things you keep from me because you don't want to put it on me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, yeah, it's so good to talk to you. Yeah, people. there's some messed up stuff that happens. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone can imagine. Regardless of what you compare your life situations to, if you're even thinking, hey, maybe I should talk, to just go. Yeah. Schedule something, go talk to somebody because it, it doesn't matter. You, you can't compare your situation to somebody else and think, oh, well, that that's way worse than my situation. I don't need to go yeah. talk to somebody. Like, no, <laughs> that is yeah. completely wrong. If you even have the slightest inkling, maybe I should go talk to somebody or even just starting to do some research about things, just do it because and I've told you this, you saved my life really. So love you. Um, so basically go get therapy, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly, yes, it's, it's not easy to get. And yes, you need to do a ton of research if you're going to find someone that you love and trust and all that stuff. Um, but just going, even just when I made the appointment, I think I cried for like an hour just because it's like a release of like, I remember I made the appointment and it was still two weeks until that appointment and I felt a million times better just making the appointment, which is insane. Like I really did feel like a weight came off just making it. Um, and someone had asked me to, um, that they were like, I want to do it, but I feel like I'm just going to cry the entire time. I feel like I'm not gonna be able to actually talk. And I said, you know what? I cried the entire first time. The first thing <laughs> we're like, open up. It's basically like a zoom call. It's through Talkspace. And she's like, hi, what can I, hi, how are you doing today? And I was like, <laughs> I just started crying <laughs> and I literally tried to get out all the things I was feeling, but I just cried the whole time. And you know, people ask too, like, is it hard to open up to someone? And honestly, like when you're there for one reason and one reason alone, which is to tell these people your life stories so that you can get some help. You just, you, you feel like you know them already because you know, you just need to get it all out and you know, they're not going to judge you. This is their mm-hmm. job. All they do is listen to people's problems all day. And I mean, my therapist kept saying like, you're in a good place like you there are uh, basically she didn't say like there are people worse off she didn't make me feel bad or anything but you know <laughs> she made me feel better about things knowing 
that she kept saying what a good mom I am and like all that stuff, which I'm like, people tell me I'm a good mom, like my, my family and you and stuff. But it's like, for me to say all the things that I feel like are the worst things about me and as a mom and her to say, you're a great mom. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's almost like a, a complete stranger listening to your story, having no judgment and is in your corner yeah. and kind of cheering you on a little bit, you yeah. know? <laughs> we've both to be honest we both cheered up a little bit in this podcast I know. <laughs> so. I I would. <laughs> oh my goodness oh, what can i say it's funny it's making me stop crying <laughs> no but she honestly just helped me so much and there was i mean I'm, I'm not gonna go into like everything we talked about in every session but like she helped with stuff with marriage with family with all kinds of stuff because a therapist is this person with a, a lot of education on the topic slash like my gal has read certain books and has certain philosophies that she showed to me. And it's a different way of thinking through things. It's a different way of thinking about how you perceive the world is all from your experiences and your upbringing and helping you understand how to deal with those things. Um, like I said, in that first episode, if you listened back, um, you know, we're not all perfect people. I said it right. before and I'll say it again. It's very upsetting to know that you're not a perfect person, but it's really cool to go through the process of therapy to really start learning more about yourself and learning why you do the things you do maybe. And why your thought processes are yeah. the way they are. Because sometimes you could think something and think like, why do I think that? Like, why is my first conclusion when Matt says, hey, can you turn off the lights that he's attacking me in some way? You know, like that's one thing we talked about. It's like there are certain things he'll Matt will say, and I'm like, I get so offended, and then I'm like, why am I getting offended about some simple thing you said, you said or asked? And I talked to her about it, and we, you know, she goes through the whole thing. I won't bore you with the details, but it is just so interesting to learn about yourself, learn how to deal with stuff. Um, I know a lot of you that are listening are moms as well, but I think obviously there's space for there for people to go to therapy that aren't moms. But I think the burden of being a parent, not only a mom, mm-hmm. the burden of being a parent is so great. And, you know, everyone talks about how wonderful it is to be a mom, how hard it is to be a mom, but it's harder than I would have ever imagined in ways I didn't expect. I feel like when, before I was a mom, all I heard about was, oh, you won't sleep. And I don't know, like simple things, but like totally. it's a mental game. Mm-hmm. Everybody like, talks about how hard the f- physical aspect is but oh, nobody changing diapers okay. nobody talks about well what's going to happen to your mental health and emotional health throughout yeah. the, this whole thing yeah when you have a three-year-old talking to you all day while a baby's crying all day like your brain can't even handle it it's like something wires are getting yeah, short nobody, fused nobody tells you about that stuff <laughs> yeah um and so yeah and i feel like a lot of people too are like i just i don't know if i need to talk to someone because i'm just overwhelmed as a mom and and i think that's just normal to be overwhelmed and yes it is it is normal like all of us feel that way and it's okay to try to try to make that better you know yeah so i think this is my um my therapy session for the day myself (laughs) so thank you all for that um it's a good reminder to call somebody um i am going to look up i've people have told me where i should look to find a good therapist and i'm forgetting the name of it and i don't want to mess it up so I'll put it in the show notes and share it on Instagram. Um, but I'm going to go through the process. So if you guys want to go through that with me, let's do it. Let's find a therapist. Let's find someone covered by insurance, preferably that we like. What a, what a dream. <laughs> but there are there is the thing too that now that like Zoom calls are so 
all around prevalent you can have a therapist on the other side of the country like it doesn't matter where they are and you can probably find someone that you like that's in your insurance and they don't have to be down the street so it'll take some research help is out there yes yes exactly and um you also might think i have friends i have family to talk to i don't need to talk to therapists i have friends and family too you know no one's a licensed therapist or person that can really help you through things they might be a good listener like we were talking with matt about his job like i'm a good listener i can listen all day but i'm not going to tell you what to do with the thoughts that you're having and how to you know spin them or whatever it is there's a reason why they're professionals yes i'm not going to be able to give you an action plan i'm going to be able to rub your shoulder and say i love you so much you're amazing yeah um so yeah that's our our spiel about therapy and i hope it was helpful to people and i hope I don't know that people take action or if you're already seeing a therapist, good for you. Um, and also it's one of those things. Not everyone obviously needs to th- see a therapist. If you right. feel great, that's amazing. Yeah, That's awesome. But, <laughs> but I will say though, that after going to therapy, it did bring more joy into my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I was able to be start becoming a better husband and father and employee and everything like that. That goes along with it. Cause I felt like a big weight was, off of my shoulders yeah or um my cup wasn't as full yeah and i feel like there's a huge stigma against men in therapy don't you think do you Uh, feel like there's more of a yeah i mean be a man about i mean in the fire service there's a lot of you know suck it up this is your job yeah deal with it you know which is not the right way to go about it i mean there is some isn't there luckily it's, it's it is changing yeah you know so that's great I'm kind of starting to get away from all of that and realizing that we are all humans. Yeah. You know, yes, we do see certain things on the job and you have to be professional about it. But after you're done being professional about it, you can address it in a healthy way. You can cry about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Addressing your emotions in a healthy and positive, productive way. Yeah, exactly. I know. I just feel like... Yeah, it's one thing for me to say I'm going to go to therapy, but I think it's so great that you're talking about it because it is something that I feel like in this society we're in, it's be a man, be a man, be a man. Yeah, and it's and, and I'm not saying oh, it's just, you know, it's just for first responders because we see No, yeah. horrible things. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is anybody. Yeah. <laughs> anybody can go see a therapist no matter what. Like everybody deals with stress. I mean, man, I I just, it's one of those things too. Cause I feel like I was always an advocate. Like everyone should go to therapy. Just not me. Cause like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Everyone for you. else is messed up, but oh not my, me. Yeah. Oh my God. You're going. That's so good. I'm so proud of you. That's going to be great for you, but not for me. Cause I, I got it figured out. It's like, no one has it figured out. We all have stuff. And I, and like you said, you would always think there's someone's problems are bigger than yours. So your problems aren't a big deal. And I've always thought that about myself. I'm like, I've grown up in a nice area. I have ever anything I needed in life. My college was paid for by my parents. I have a great job that I love. I have a wonderful husband. You know, you say all the good things about your life and you're like, I shouldn't complain. And it's like, well, no, the, the, none of that means that you can't have these feelings. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, Yeah. I think we got our point across. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were so happy to be back talking and it was t- nice to chat with you today. Yeah. Nice chatting with you too. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's just not, it's nice to chat with you. I was being honest. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> we're done for the day. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We love you. <laughs> 
Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at littlebitsof underscore real food. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes will be out every other week. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Keep Keep it it joyful. joyful.